The Mahogany Project presents I Just Want to Tell Stories, hosted by Joe Anderson Jr., powered by the South Congress Podcast Network. Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode eight of I Just Want to Tell Stories. My name is Joe with The Mahogany Project. Today's guest is a painter. And the Baker, which is really interesting, that combination together. Um, They are the other half of one of my collaborative partners that I've done a show with. And I'm super excited to get more um, information on the background of this person and to just hear their story. Today's guest is, I don't know his last name, Adam. Williams, Williams. Adam Williams. Nailed it. Yes, I remember that from the email. (laughs) Welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. No one ever asked me to do anything. (laughs) I talked to you about this a couple of months ago. I was so flattered when you did. No one invites me to do stuff. Ty is always like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to be on a podcast. And he'll casually be like, oh, I'm going to be on the radio. And today I was getting dressed and he was like, where are you going? I was like, oh. Just to do my podcast. It's it's no big deal. I'll be back. I'll be back. Well, okay, so let's tell, and this is probably fairly easy for everyone to realize. We always start with how we met. Yes. Cool. Um, So you and I met. I went to your show, Mm -hmm. and I think, I don't think I met you before the show. I don't think so. Yeah. So I saw your show, and I was overwhelmed. There were a lot of emotions. It was such a good show. And my boyfriend's in it. Like, I was feeling it. Like, I was completely At the time, I think y'all were dating. Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I well, I say that behind the scenes. I think so. We we moved very quickly. We yeah. Because I mean, we, we had a first date and then he just hasn't left. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, because he pointed you out at the show. That's how. That's how I knew of you. Ah. Uh, okay. You know, he was like, "That's the one." I was like, oh, "Okay." And then you know, I, I meandered over there after the show. I was like, "Hi." Um. And so, yeah, we've that's how we met. Yeah, that's it. And I do remember the, the time where we had an in-depth conversation. We were at the bar oh, at one no. of his shows. Oh, no, 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 no. It was just like, okay. I feel like we just, we bonded. Because I don't know what question you asked me. But I remember talking about my dad. And I was like, whoa, this went deep. We were at Geraldine's and yes. we went in. We went in. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It was kind of empty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I do. Yeah. I was like, ooh, this went deep real quick. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that was great. Yeah, sorry. I do that sometimes. No, I, I do too. I pry. Oh, and I answer. <laughs> <laughs> so we were just talking before we started recording about how you identify in terms of artistic ability and creativity. And yes. what would you call yourself? Um, so... I, I I wouldn't really call myself an artist because I can't get over the hurdle of, like, having to do things to be considered an artist, whatever those are. I just don't feel like I check off those boxes just yet. But I think for me right now, I am comfortable calling myself, like, a hobbyist. Okay. Like, I, I do my art, like, in my spare time, yeah. I guess. I, I created my spare time. And when I'm not being a corporate drone... Oh. <laughs> Yeah. So, what mediums do you express yourself through? Um, so, as a hobbyist, like, <laughs> the the best part about it is I don't ever have to be good at anything. Okay. So, um, my painting skills are um, atrocious, but I know enough to get the job done. Um, I also work in uh, di- digital illustration at mm-hmm. times as well. That's that, That's hit or miss. 
pretty much for me because again I don't have the technical skills to call myself an artist there it is I want you to know I want all y'all to know he's lying but it's okay We're, we'll, uh, we'll work on that let uh, me lie next to season. let yeah. me lie to these people yes. it's fine um, first of all you can curse if you want to I don't know if you want to but you just oh, FYI yeah absolutely um, and he you. bakes I do I don't bake. think people see like baking as a creative skill but like what you do if you give me a Duncan Hines box bitch I can make it do what it do <laughs> right you create right. some shit that Duncan Hines I can't do that with Duncan Hines yep so, my box costs a dollar but you know what you can really turn it up I can I can turn this shit out <laughs> and, and sell it for two dollars I think your cake will be a little bit more expensive than my cake <laughs> um, so you are a baker and you make fantastic cakes yeah gorgeous delicious I'll I'm, take that I Thank have you. had Ty's cupcakes so I'm assuming since y'all are together you're you're they have to be on par with yours yeah absolutely um, so that's why I'm saying they're good mm-hmm. but they, I can attest to the fact that they are gorgeous oh thank they you they are a work of art aw that's what I go for every time every time yeah and I, I, I've seen your paintings too online I think they're good too oh thank you I, I and have, I just saw your illustrations because you just I, I, we <laughs> just have various varying opinions about okay. my work okay so let's go to where are you from um, I grew up in Massachusetts. What part? Um, small, tiny little town. Uh-huh. Shout out to towns in Massachusetts. Um, like right on the New Hampshire border. Oh, okay. uh, like I don't, I don't even talk like I'm from from Boston. Unfortunately, <laughs> um, was was that where you were born and raised, or just born? Born and raised. Okay. Um, and then I did a stint in uh, Georgia. And by stint, I mean like fifteen solid years. It's fine. I got out. Um, and I've been in Austin for I think three. Years? And what brought you to Austin? Uh, my job. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My job. Cool. Yeah. And so, when did you start? Let's start with. Well, what was the first thing that you did that would be deemed creative? Like, was it baking? Was it illustrating? Or was it um? Painting. <laughs> it was baking. It was baking. Yeah, it was baking in the sixth grade. Um, oh shit! Baby. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was late. So, well, one backstory. I have three other brothers, and my grandma for our gifts, she always put us in like these boxes as grandparents do. And my brother got all of the artsy gifts, and I got like the encyclopedias and like the black history stuff, Mm. which super great, but who wants that when they're seven? Yeah. Right? Um, So... (laughs) You're just running around, give us free! (laughs) (laughs) Um, So in sixth grade, I decided that I wanted to make my own birthday cake. And my parents at the time, they were like, cool, we don't have to buy it. Here's your Duncan Hines. Yeah. Yep. And oh, was it really Duncan Hines? It was absolutely Duncan Hines strawberry. Uh, we strawberry definitely need to get a sponsorship. Duncan Hines, hit us up. We're here. <laughs> and we are ready. You're and I ready. can elevate your, your box cake. Ooh. I can turn it up. I'm Ooh. your guy. Ooh. So, um, when they finish this story, when I finish this story, it's not going to be great. Um, so... I, like, what does an 11-year-old do in the kitchen, like, making a cake? You follow the instructions the best you know how to do, right? So I remember I didn't have any cake pins, so I had to use a pie dish. I had to use two pie dishes, and I put my cake together, and it was basically like a UFO shape. (laughs) Um, Can't remember how it tastes, but 
I did give everyone in my family food poisoning from this cake. (laughs) It was years before my family would touch anything that I made again. Um, Actually, I say years, and I mean, like, when was I 11? Like, in 2000. So it was last year in 2018. The next time my family ate my dessert. 18 years later. Oh, Jesus. I mean, I would have done the same thing, actually. Uh, yeah, no, be no, I'm honest. not mad at them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, w- I would have, you know, and I would have actually, you know, been like, who's going to go first? You know? <laughs> uh, you, you know black people, how they yeah. can't let things go. Right. <laughs> it, it was that. <laughs> it was that. So you have three three brothers. Three brothers. Older yes. or younger? Uh, my two older brothers are twins, um, and then I have one younger brother, uh, so I am the middle child. Okay. And is it just the four of y'all? Yes. Oh, all boys. All boys. Okay. Yeah. And when you were growing up, so are there any other creatives in your family, among your siblings? Yeah. Yeah. My brother uh, has all of the raw talent. Okay. Um, And I say that, but he's done a lot of hard work to perfect his skill, including like pieced out on America and moved to Ecuador to focus solely on his art. What What does he do? He paints. Oh, okay. uh, he paints and he draws. Yeah. Okay. You should get him on your show. He's much more interesting. Than oh. me. But. <laughs> I don't know if we have the budget to go to Ecuador, but well, maybe uh, if Duncan Hyde sponsor it. Um, so anyone else have any creative abilities? Oh, no. It's just the two of us. Okay. Yeah. And wait, so are your parents creatives as well? Or Ooh, no? no, no, no. So no, where no. do you think y'all pull this creative energy from? Well, for me, it's something that I kind of have to work hard for because it doesn't mm-hmm. just come for me. It's something that like, I know I want to be mm-hmm. right. And for my brother, uh, he has always just been super creative ever yeah. since he was a kid. But for me, it's like a little bit of work. Okay. Yeah. Even with baking. Well, obviously. Yeah, even with baking. People. Yeah, because sometimes, you know, you bake like three cakes and you're like, oh, they're all starting to look the same now. Oh, okay. Like, what can I do to change it up? Oh, so let's, let's okay, let's, let's talk about this. I think as a creative, um, we creatives, we're asking that question, like, how do you get better? How do you expand? So what do you do? Since your talent may not be as innate, you right. know, what do you do to constantly get better at oh, thinking or... Research, 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 research. And where do you go? YouTube. Oh. oh, my God. If I knew that I could learn everything that I'm doing right now in my life on YouTube, I would have never gone to college. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would have $30,000 in my pocket right now. But no, everything you need to know is on YouTube. What? what was the first thing that you learned when you wanted to, like, start baking and you wanted to get better? Like, what was the first thing you focused on? The very first thing was, honestly, it was how to, like, just put a base, like, put a crumb coat on a cake. Because that shit's fucking hard the first time through. It really is. So... Um, before you, like, make a cake look all pretty, yeah. you know, you have to, like, oh. So I should preface this by saying, like, I hate baking. There's nothing worse than baking. Um, but I like decorating cakes. Gotcha. So if I could just have someone to, like, do all the baking for me and just be like, here you go. Make it pretty. Yeah. I could absolutely do that. You need to be on, what's that show on Netflix? The Great American Baking? Oh. Or somebody. This is cool. They hit me up on Instagram once. To, um, they were like, hey, we really like your page. You should audition for the show. 
but I'd rather die than be on television. <laughs> so it was a hard pass. But like that's an exclusive, folks. We got <laughs> reality royalty in the building. Enjoy YouTube. All right. Right. <laughs> right. Right. It's gonna be great. <laughs> so I want to know this question. And in, in, not in terms of your baking abilities, but g- going to like the painting and the illustrating. Mm-hmm. What made you want to pick up uh, a paintbrush or a pen or a pencil to start that process? Um, well, like, so you see art, right? Yeah. And for me, a lot of it is like, man, I wish I could do that, mm-hmm. right? And then. Th- I just kept going through my entire adult life just being like, man, I wish I could do that. Man, I wish I could do that. Until one day I was like, nothing's stopping me. Like, I can just go and do this right now. And, like, it's not going to be perfect. And it might not be beautiful. But it's really about the process and, like, the skill that you're using to get to the final product. So that's when I started my YouTube journey with... uh, Initially, Maz Art Studio. She teaches you um, oil paintings. This is a plug for her. I think she's delightful. Um, she's just a Scottish woman who <laughs> works out of her home. Not just a. <laughs> she's so much more than yeah. that. But um, she works out of her home studio, and she teaches you how to make like all of these cool paintings that like they're super traditional, sure. But like it's all about learning the technique and then taking that technique and being able to apply it outside of that. So. Yeah. It's, it's really good practice for uh, understanding the technical aspect of it. So when you walk around Austin and or you go out and hang out with friends, what inspires you to create? Um, a lot of um, wall art. That's not the mm. word for it. Um, graffiti. Oh. Uh, murals. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I see you as someone who is very technical in your craft mm-hmm. and looking at the process and, like, how you do things. So I think graffiti and wall art can be very, I don't want to say messy, but um, a little bit outside of the lines. So it, it's interesting that that inspires you. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I think that um, every now and then, like, I'll see a really cute, cool mural and I'll want to, like, snap a picture of it, but only to, like, because... I guess it is a little bit more technical because I am using at the co- looking at like the colors that they're using and what they're what colors they're putting next to each other and things like that and what the colors are doing for this painting. Um, I don't know anything about color study whatsoever, <laughs> but like I understand, like I, I know how to read a co- color wheel. So yeah. yeah, it's kind of cool. I enjoy it. What was the last picture that you took that inspired you? Oh man. Um, answering this question without going through my phone. Um, I was just in Seattle. Um, I feel like I'm a... I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. Hmm. What was the last place in Austin, or just a place in Austin that inspires you? Oh, that was super cool, like, uh, 50-story mural that they put on the side of that building. Oh, downtown? Yeah. Was it, like, 3rd and Brazos? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, like, a color gradient. Yeah. I think that's so cool, and it's super simple. I don't even know who put that up. I have no idea who put that up, either. I'm not cultured. I don't know these things. (laughs) What, What does that make you want to create when you see that? Um... Or what did it want, make you want to create? Well, I think that was the first time I looked at something 
like of that size and was interested in doing something of that size as well. So I mentioned that my brother moved to Ecuador, but he moved to Ecuador so he can paint street murals. Oh. And like he's totally doing that all over the city. And I think it would be cool to do something like that here. But that's definitely a lot more of the process that needs to be managed, like, outside of my two-bedroom apartment, right? Yeah. Like, it, it, it's, a, it's a whole ordeal, and you have to bring people and organize and petition and almost more trouble than it's worth. But I think once I grow my skill set to have, the, like, the confidence to put something on a giant yeah. wall for everyone to see, because the thought of that makes me want to vomit a little bit. <laughs> um, but eventually I'll get there, and that might be a goal, like a long-term goal for, my, yeah. for me. Well, what do you say, because every, up, up until now, you're the first person. Um, the creatives, we talked about like this natural kind of talent, you mm-hmm. know? Um, for me, it was you being loud and... Uh, being able to connect to poetry that a teacher saw earlier. I think for you, it's a little bit different in terms of you saw something was like, I want to do that. So what advice would you give to someone who is who would be in your shoes and see something? They may want to do it. They may not have like the innate talent, but they know they want to try that. Um, slowly but surely, definitely. I think, and that's something that I'm still struggling with myself. Like, I go long periods without creating anything simply because I don't think that I have the skill set for the f- for the final product to be good enough, mm. right? And it's putting so much emphasis on, like, what that final product is instead of, like, breaking it down into smaller steps and, like, doing the work. Like, I'm sure if I sat down with a sketch pad for 10 minutes a day and did a small doodle, right after a hundred days, I would be able to turn over uh, a much better, more complex finished piece, as opposed to if I were to pick up a paintbrush and just start today, right? So it's really about, like, recognizing that, like, okay, yeah, you can do this. It's not outside of the realm of possibilities for you. Like, get yourself out of that box and just learn the skills that you need to go and do that. Shout out to YouTube again. Like, you can learn anything on there. You really can. At what point in your life do you think you'll be ready to say, I am a creative? Oh, that's terrifying. Um, or an artist. Like, I am an artist. I'm a creative. Like, I, I think I would have to just take more time to create and, like, have that structured time built into my schedule, right? So right now it's just something that I'm doing in my free time. But if I were to structure my time, then I don't see why that couldn't happen, right? Um, I think the bar, though, like, what makes an artist, right? And the reason why I feel like it's almost a travesty to call myself an artist is because, like, I'm not looking to really put my work out there. Mm. I'm, I'm mostly doing it for me. And, like, uh, my old apartment in Atlanta had, like, at least 50 canvases of, like, half-finished to finished projects of all kinds of stuff, like, stacked all around the apartment. Yeah. Like, it, it was crazy. Like, there, it was 555 square feet of just me and then canvases. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Maybe at that point in time, I was creative. It goes in and out. (laughs) (laughs) It goes up and down. What do you want people to take away from your art? Um, Whether it's, well, 
I'll let you, you know, come up with what you want to. Oh no, you can keep guiding me. No, no, no. <laughs> you know, I'm still learning how to be Oprah. <laughs> so, what am I wanting people to take away? I, so, a lot of the times in my art, especially like, um, like if I'm drawing, I want to take something ordinary and add like some kind of twist to it. Specifically, eyeballs. Like, there's something really, yeah. There's something really cool about. Um, just like taking like a camera lens or something like that, right? So you have the an image of a camera, but then inside that camera lens you would like add an eyeball. Hmm. Like and it's just like kinda I don't know, I don't have a deep message for it or anything like that. I just like to take something ordinary and then make it interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw an episode of Grownish. Um I yes, I watched that show. Oh my god. You remember god. the episode when uh Luca and Zoe were trying to create that. Like it was season one. Oh they were yeah! Create, and she had that sweater thing, and she was like, "We can have messages on the inside of the pockets." And then he had that ugly fabric, and he was like, "I just want to take something that no one wants and make it beautiful." Right. And then that's when we found out they kind of liked each other. Uh huh. That's what when you were talking. That's what that reminded me of. Yeah, I, I went back to Grunge. Embarrassed to say, no, it's fine. I see a lot of myself in like season one of Zoe. Um, just kind of being a hot mess everywhere, <laughs> not, re- not really knowing what she wants, uh, and just, like, blind confidence leading yeah. you forward. Yeah, blind confidence has gotten me pretty far. Right. <laughs> I want to switch gears just a little bit. Cool. Up until now, we have not had anyone... Let me go through the people in my head. Oh, yes, we have, but they're not creative. So, there are people who have been partnered, but their partner was... You know, they were the creative, and their partner was more, like... Um, suit and tie type or more organized, you know, they kind of let their partner be creative. You are in a relationship with another creative. Mm-hmm. Um, how does that process work? And I only ask this. I cannot date someone who did the same thing as me. I can date another creative. That's too many emotions in this goddamn house. Because there are five people that stay inside of my head at all times. And I couldn't date, and you got six people. Now we have 11 people we got to get to know. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So how do you you deal with being in a relationship with another creative? I'm an air sign. I just go with the flow. What's your sign? I'm Gemini. Oh, this Uh, makes sense. You got 50 people inside. Yeah, yeah, there are a lot of us in there. (laughs) I've referred to myself in, like, multiple third person a few times up until now. But, yeah, um, no, I I enjoy the creative energy, Mm -hmm. I guess. Like, my favorite thing to do is to, or my favorite space to create in is in a space where a bunch of people are creating. I don't know. There's something about the energy of that that I really enjoy. What does it feel like? Uh, um, it feels like almost like static electricity hmm. a little bit. Like everybody's minds are kind of firing off. And it doesn't necessarily need to be in one... In one... Um, working on one pros- project the entire group but just having like everybody doing their thing like they have sketch nights at coffee shops and things like that i really enjoy that i think that there's kind of a piece to it yeah i guess it it, and it makes me feel like even if i'm struggling with because it doesn't come naturally to me so even if i'm struggling like i know that there are people around i I don't know the energy 
talking about energy is weird. Like, yeah. I, you do yeah. something, you just feel. Yeah, funny. yeah, no. I, yeah. I feel yeah. it. I know it, and it gives me comfort and confidence to continue in my creative process. When was the last time that you were at your highest, highest creative energy? Do you remember it? Ooh. Um. Yeah, I had a little blip a few weeks ago, like a, a small little peak. Um, I so I change hobbies like I change underwear, and my latest hobby is um, like sculpting miniature objects from polymer clay. Okay. Um, and <laughs> I woke up one morning at like one o'clock in the morning, and I was just like wide awake. My creative hours are from like one to four in the morning. It's very inconvenient. <laughs> um, <laughs> And I woke up and I was like, I'm going to bang this shit out. And I ended up making this tiny little, it's about the size of a quarter, but it's a bowl of ramen soup with a little chopstick sticking out. It's (laughs) honestly the cutest thing I've ever done in my entire life. Um, And just the energy and focus that I was putting into that, because there's something, again, here we are back at the energy. There's something that I really enjoy about putting a lot of energy into something very small or like a small pace, a small space on a piece of paper or like something very small and detail oriented. Mm. Yeah. I think I enjoyed that. Yeah. And so how does that blip happen again? That was the last time. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. How does that blip happen again? I don't know. Um, I'm working on two paintings now, uh, both cactus, cacti, um, and I kind of don't want to do it because it feels like work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, I hate it when creativity feels like work, which yeah. is why I'll probably never be an artist. I get that because like I I can definitely just like put that shit down and be like, oh, I'm done with this shit. Yeah. And come back to it in like three months when I'm feeling creative right. again. Yeah, I, I, huh? I wish there are times where I'm creating, and it does feel like work, and I have to force myself through that that stage because I want to get back to just the creative part. Right. But I think in your case, it's a little bit freeing to be able to like take a step back. And, and not deal with it and then feel fresh when you go back to it and have that creative energy. Right. Like, there are no deadlines or expectations mm-hmm. on me and that's when I do my best work. Yeah. Said the laziest person on the planet. <laughs> like... <laughs> Dope. Yeah. Okay. So, I, I always ask this question to everyone who comes uh, to I Just Want to Tell Story Studios. Um, I want y'all to know, and I meant to mention this, episode 7... From now on, we got uh, an increase in our production uh, set, so we have a background now. Uh, right? Before, it was just a blank wall, and we tried to put some some paintings up there, and the producer cam was like, this is not going to work. And I was like, Ugh, okay. So now we have a set. So episode, I meant to mention this last episode, so I'm doing it now. This is the plug for thank you to our benefactor of the Kind Clinic. Um, <laughs> so we always do top five, top five, and I knew your category as soon as I asked you to be on the show. Oh shit! Okay, That's so this right. is in no particular order. Top five cakes, cakes of see, like I have questions now. Top five like flavor I cakes. I cannot or? answer. Oh, actually, before you answer, uh, no, I'll, I'll ask later. Cakes. Cakes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, if we're going flavor cakes. Cakes. Cake. Cool. Uh, vanilla. I'm not talking about boobies. <laughs> <laughs> I 
it's all a metaphor, everyone. Yeah, it's all a metaphor. Okay. Um, so, yeah, vanilla, because I'm basic. White, because I'm even more basic. Um, funfetti, because, like, every now and then some sprinkles are good. Um, butter pecan. And then hummingbird. Oh, wait, and German chocolate cake. Now I'm just naming shit I yeah, like. That's a, that's, that's a nice six. That's the sixth man of the year, German chocolate. Yeah. Okay, that's mm-hmm. it. So I do. I want to know who's the best baker out of you and Ty. Oh, Ty for sure. It's not even a competition, bitch. Like, bitch. I, like me in the kitchen. After I get done making a cake, you should see what the kitchen looks like. It looks like we were robbed, or like a storm has come through. Like. It's the storm it's not is cute. over. <laughs> and, and Ty, he can just like crank out a cake. When some days I'll wake up, he'll be like, "Oh yeah, there are like three cakes in the fridge." Cool oh, shit, bitch. Yeah. Now that yeah, girl, I wish mm-hmm. me and my little uh, Duncan Hines. You better, you better. I may poison the bitch if I cook somebody a cake. You know, he's just efficient. Yeah, Th- yeah. That's what he really has going for him. He's, okay. he's just efficient. I'm not. It's mm. fine. You're I, not on the deadline though, so it don't matter. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I want to thank you for coming. Oh, thank you so much for having Tell me. Tell people. Do you want to give people your social media? Thank yeah, you absolutely. You. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. I have 28 followers right now. Um, You're on Twitter? Yeah, girl. I never knew that. I know, because I, I don't tweet. Oh. But uh, I'm there. <laughs> I'm on there. My handle is at AdamHatesEveryone. Um, <laughs> my Instagram is um, AdamMonster. There's a zero in Monster. And then um, I also have an Instagram just for my cakes, and that is CakeFamous with an underscore at the end. All right, we'll be sure to post all of that. I'm excited that you were able to join us today, and maybe we'll even get a cake at the release party. It's not going to be a release party. I just want a cake. (laughs) (laughs) My birthday is coming up, but before this episode airs, so. Okay. You know. You just let me know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, but thank you for coming. Thank y'all for listening to episode eight of I Just Want to Tell Stories. Um, Episode nine coming next week. Until then, love and light, folks. Mwah. I Just Want to Tell Stories is hosted by Joe Anderson Jr. for The Mahogany Project and produced by Cameron Hawkins for the South Congress Podcast Network. 